and we just want to have a good time. Everybody to the flow. Why you fronting? Get to acting like you know. We just want to. What's happening? What's good? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Two Tones. It's your host with the most, Tony Timberlake 3. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. And the wackest co-host ever is here. What's happening, King? What's good, everybody? Listen, I don't know what the most is exactly, the host with the most. Um, I don't know, but it's Tony Lee, T-O-N-Y-L-W-E underscore. Y'all follow me on Twitter, man. Hit me up. DM me. Ladies, talk about, you know, scripture and things of the sort. <laughs> Fellas. <laughs> Album reviews and everything else. If we you here, DM man, Tony Lee, we can Bible study more. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. You could definitely hit me up. But um, nah, man, we back here another week. Um, weekly, we trying to do a weekly thing here. So y'all, we appreciate the listeners, man, and we got a good show in store, man. We got an album. Everybody hold on, wants hold to talk hold about on. Man. because just we ain't got no type of inside information. So last week's episode was totally <laughs> off the cuff for us. We just was like, yo, let's do something. We we right, were deciding right. between two artists to do that, and it was Tony Lee's decision to go with Lecrae. And lo and behold, right. Lecrae drops the third installment of his Church Clothes mixtape uh, on Thursday the 14th. Yeah, and that's the crazy thing, man. People were saying, word in the street is, like, we propped it the release, but it sounds so good, I'm just go with that. Like, Cray must have seen the buzz around the show, and he, he said, I'm going to just drop it to feed off their buzz. So I, I think that's what really happened. Um, <laughs> word, of course, of course, of course. Of course. you know, you know I'm where gonna, the movement not, is. We the only exactly. movement moving. Exactly. <laughs> I highly doubt that, but I do. You know, I'm just going to go with it, you know. And, um, yeah, man. So that dropped Thursday. This dropped Thursday, right? Thursday yes, night. Thursday night. And, um. Yeah, and we dropped last Tuesday, so perfect timing, man. You better get into this, man. This uh, yeah, highly uh, awaited. Yeah, definitely highly awaited. Um, it's, For some folks. If you listened to our episode last week, you saw our thoughts on Church Close 1 and Church Close 2. Yeah. And you know, I don't know if y'all noticed. Did everybody? Excuse. Did everybody notice the uh, church goes too? We started talking about church goes too. I'm not going to say what, but if you notice what happened right there and the sounds <laughs> around church goes too, tweet us <laughs> if you see what we did right there. But go ahead, Tony. <laughs> but so yeah, as we started talking about so church goes too. What our ahead. thoughts? Which where our thoughts were with church goes too? It was obvious that we weren't really fans of that project. Um, nope, so not at all. Going into this one, um, while there was anticipation, just because of the the nature of the church closed projects. Um, did you really, did you have any expectations for this project going into it? No, uh, not at all. Um, like I said, well, anomaly was good to me. Anomaly wasn't bad at all in my opinion. Yes. Um, so, but I was like, all right, I mean, another church closed project. I didn't expect it. I didn't know if three was going to happen, but I heard Don Cannon see different tweets, you know, right. like the gas stuff. So I seen them talking about, <laughs> it's going to be a three, you know, past years. And it just dropped. I wasn't like, Oh, like, Timeline mm-hmm. went kind of crazy, but I was like, okay, cool, dope. Like, I was like, okay. I had no expectations to be like, I'm prepared for it, I'm ready for it. It was like, uh, cool. Like, and I took a listen. What about you, man? Yeah, um, it sprung up. I just caught it because I was surfing Twitter and I uh, saw the links floating around. I'm like, okay, let me gra- let me go listen right quick. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't really have any expectations going into it. I didn't know particularly who he worked with on this project. Um, but we'll unravel that a little bit. And when I found that out, it did heighten my expectations for this tape. Um, Mm -hmm. if you don't know, uh, S one executive produced the church close three, uh, tape album, whatever you want to call it. Um, S one is also the mastermind behind welcome to America from anomaly. And, um, we talked about that 
uh, quite a bit last week, so we won't rehash right. that. But that was one of the best beats Lecrae had had in his career up to this point. And so um, I was expecting and expected fire in terms of the production side of things. Um, true, true. So let's go track by track with this. Let's start off with track let's number start, one. Man. It's Freedom featuring Ndombe. Um, had you heard of her before? I haven't, no. What um, did you think about her, her voice? I liked it. You know, I think her voice fit the track very well. She had that soulful type, you mm-hmm. know, that Renaissance type voice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it fit well with the whole freedom theme and how Cray was talking and past, present, you know, even future, future uh, speaking, how freedom was needed and necessary to things going on in the community. Like, mm-hmm. I dug the content of the track and I loved the beat. Like, the intro. I don't think it was, was his greatest intro, but I liked the intro a lot. Um, S1 killed the beat. Not one of his best beats, in my opinion, though. Like, mm-hmm. the beat was dope, but it wasn't nothing that... Like, when we about to talk about the next record, that beat, in my opinion, was really good. But, um, oh, yeah. Okay. I liked it. So, I liked this, it. this track, Freedom, was produced by S1 and co-produced by Epic Pro and Von Beats. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I liked it. It was a solid beginning to this tape. Um, right. I wouldn't... I don't think I would pick this over... Actually, this... Hmm... I don't think this is a better intro than the Church Clothes 1 intro, the cosign. No, it's not. That's what um, I'm saying. It's not one of his better I intros, think the drop right? is uh, like a half step ahead of this, um, only because it felt more like an intro. This doesn't really feel like an intro song, but that's what it serves as, is an intro. Right. Um, so, yeah. Um, what, do you, what do you think about the content, though? Yeah. Um. Of course, he's speaking on a lot of black, quote unquote, black history um, figures. Yeah. And the way that it affects our present day lives um, here in America as young black males and for everybody, really. It's not just um, it's not just black people that are affected by the goings on in black history. Um, True. But I think that the next song has a lot more of those seeds. The seeds are more developed, I think, in the next Way more song. blunt. Yeah. Um, and so let's, let's go on to Gangland, featuring Propaganda, produced by mm-hmm. S1 and co-produced by Shindo. Where do you want to begin? Um, this is one of my favorite tracks on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the flow of Cray's coming out spitting. Like, that's very rare to, for me to hit Cray like that. Um, and as you said before, Cray definitely has his black activist liberation hat on like in the beginning mm-hmm. of this album like yeah, <laughs> he's definitely on his black power like on this movement you know and in this song he has little skits whatever whatever little poems whatever he mm-hmm. talks and he talks about how gangs originally were created to protect the community and serve the community which was true and now they turned around and work against each other and he talks about the different black leaders that get shot down when they try to rise up and do something and you know which delves to a uh, deeper issue but that's another discussion but I love what he's doing here. He, he's going against the grain, right? And mm-hmm. propaganda. You know, he always comes and says a, a spoken word piece that correlates well with the rapper. But um, it's dope, man. He was definitely spitting, man. And is this the one he said gave Cheeky his number? Or that was the intro? Say that one more I time. Gave Chief Keef- <laughs> is this the one he gave uh, Chief Keef his number on? Or that was the intro? Uh, that was Remember the intro. That? that was Freedom. He said, I, I I'm like, gave, stop. gave him my number I'm like, in New stop. York this summer. Told him I can get him yeah, free. I'm on my Nat Turner. That was yeah, yeah, stop lying. Like, stop lying. Great. Oh, no, I'm joking. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I believe him. I believe him. But still, like, I really love this Gangland record, man. It definitely mm-hmm. speaks to the core of inner cities and inner city youth and the black plight. Like, it really does. And I love what yeah. Cray's doing here. I love this Cray. Like, I love this Cray. And a beat 
S1. Like, this is probably my favorite beat on the album. Um, so, and possibly my top two tracks up here. So, I really love this record, man. What do you think about it? Um, I really like this record. Um, like I said, I really like the seeds that were developed a little bit more from Freedom into Gangland. Um, just mm-hmm. about the breakdown of the black community. Um, he talked a lot about, obviously, he, we saw it was, ugh. obviously, we saw he talked about the reasons that gangs were uh, created to protect the community from mm-hmm. um, American terrorist groups like the Ku Klux Klan. Um, yeah. from abusive police officers, which, I mean, it's 2015, and we still see this happening on a regular basis here as well. Um, yeah, 16. And, you know, he, he mentioned that the leaders were killed off, the Fred Hamptons, the Mega Everses, the Martin Luther Kings, um, yeah. killed That's a portion. and left the black yeah. community without leadership, without, essentially without fathers, um, it, it, yeah, really par- it really yeah. parallels even the slave trade where the fathers were taken out of the households um, and used mm-hmm. as breeding stock. Um, and we see just even now um, fathers that willingly leave their houses or the houses that they create. Um, but they all systemically do the same thing. Um, they leave households unattended. They leave um, children without proper uh Dynamics between man and woman, um, yeah. leave them without role models of what manhood is. Um, so I appreciated that he touched on all of those things um, and did it very unassumingly. Um, I think this is one of the things that Cray I think has um, perfected over the last five projects since Church Closed One. Yeah, um, yeah. is his approach to. Um, Revealing truth through his rhymes without being overly preachy, or right. or even being perceived as being preachy. I think he's at a point now where you can't even perceive Lecrae as being a preachy rapper. Yeah, I, I think I, I don't think, think I think I I don't know. I think he does it purposely on Church Clothes projects, whereas his regular albums is, is a bit different. Anomaly isn't overly preachy, but it's like on his Church Clothes projects, those are like specifically for the outside and his albums are for the inside mm-hmm. and i get that kind of like i get that just a bit you know even though he's came he's uh become more similar on anomaly as as his other church clothes projects mm-hmm. but it's like that to me i don't know why it's like you know he made this for a specific direction and this for a specific medium so I, i'll say I this know. with the church closes you don't get the bad ccm uh songs at the end <laughs> True, and we love that. That's what True. he cuts off. He cuts those That's off. what I'm saying. So oh. it's a difference, and, and we appreciate that. Next record, though, man. Gangland is hard. Yes. Next record. All right, so let's move on to Deja Vu. This is produced solely by S1. Um, this mm-hmm. might actually be my favorite song on this. Um, I on love this, this song, man. Um, I love this song. I love the feel. It feels... <laughs> he says it on the hook, and I don't know if that's... Making me feel Purpose. like this might really do feel like that. It might really feel like that, but it just has a very nostalgic feel. He says it feels like Tribe Called Quest, feels like De La Soul, but it de- it definitely feels um, vintage in comparison to the rest of the production on this album. Yeah, um, I think I love this song, but I think it could have been better if the hook was better. But I don't know if that hook mm-hmm. was on purpose. That Deja Vu. Deja vu. I'm like, this is the hook. Like, but maybe that was on purpose. 
But I love the story, the content. Mm-hmm. He, he uh, talked about things happening and also God's grace happening over and over again as Deja Vu. You know, he played on both planes. Yeah. Um, I like the beat. Like, I love the beat. Yes. And I think it could have been better. If the hook was better, it would have been, like, basically a perfect song. But I really like the song, man. Mm-hmm. I really do, man. So, I love... Listen, starting out, this album starts off very strong. And it's going to yes. be a tipping point. And, it's, we and it starts <laughs> off with three different sounds, too. Yeah. 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 It's Yeah. You have but, um, freedom is very um, anthemic to a certain degree. Yeah, um, Gangland is very hard but reflective, and Deja Vu is mm-hmm. just very reflective. Yeah, it's that, that it's that piano man that kind of keeps me in all mm-hmm. three records. Keeps me like it makes some type of similar uh, minimal uh, similarity, but yeah, man. So the tipping point is coming though. Um, <laughs> you said the what is? The tipping point is definitely coming in this album. Uh, um, ooh, yeah. Um, so next next record, man. All right, let's go on the sidelines. This record I like is this hard. <laughs> I like this. I like this record. I do I too. I, I like it. The beat. S1 didn't produce this, though. Who, um, no, he didn't. Micah Life and Ryan Righteous. Shout out to y'all. Yeah. Shoot. That beat is hard, bro. Like This is one of the better beats on the album. I like this work. I really do. He talks about the sidelines, people quote unquote hating on the sidelines and mm-hmm. talking about he sold his soul. Like who bought it? Like what are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like so I like what he I like what he's talking about, man. I love the beat and he correlates well with it. Like I really love this record, man. I really do. I have no complaints about it. Man, I I, I love this. I love this record. Like I I don't know if this will I don't know if this will make it to a point where it's used in marketing, but I can see it. Yeah, as a sports, I can, see I can this definitely hook see this. And this beat being a commercial for somebody's sneaker. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's a good song, man. Yeah. I probably did it on purpose. It's a good song, man. Um, like I don't got nothing bad to say about the song. At yeah, all. I like yeah. the song. Um, what do you yeah. think about the lyricism on this one? It was dope. I think he was he was definitely addressing his haters and stalkers. I think, quote unquote. I don't know if that stalker was Seiko Woods, like he stalked some <laughs> social media. For real, like he was talking about a stalker. Maybe it was Seiko Woods because Seiko Woods always at him, whatever. But um, couldn't be me. And I don't look crazy. You talking about me? He definitely was. I don't hit you that much. But um, but nah, man. I, I like the lyricism. Um, isn't it? It isn't his best. Like I think Gangland was a better lyrical performance. Um, but it was good, man. Like I like the song. I I don't think mm-hmm. it was too much. Because of the beat, it catered well to the beat. Like it wasn't overly rapped or overly produced. Like everything fitted well. It meshed well. So I loved it, man. What about you? Um, I really liked the uh, the little scheme he had with Martin. Um, yeah, yeah, Gina. <laughs> yeah, Gina, get to step in. You want dreaming of being a king, but you're watching the wrong Martin, bro, man. This ain't the fifth floor. <laughs> yeah. Um Of course, Martin, that was all right, Martin fans. I mean, it's that nice. was all right. Yeah, that was yeah. all right. Was this the action Bronson Ghostface line? You caught that? Wait. The action what? go He said something about um you want that action, but you, something ghostface in your dreams. I'm like, that was hard. Like people ain't peeped that. The action Bronson Ghostface feud. Oh, he definitely put up. that in the bar. Hold up, hold up. What where did he say that in this joint? It was this song? He said that. Yeah, I, I think it was this song. You want that action, you ain't about that ghost. It was something. I was like, wow, all right. We getting there. We finally. Oh, but okay. <laughs> But yeah, I go pointed out me, to you. Go uh, have me on genius reading lyrics, man. Yeah, he, he's definitely up there. But um, <laughs> yeah, man. So the song is good. Now, uh, next song. What's, what's the next song? 
I don't like it. I don't either. Um, this is the first one that I'm like, I I can do without this skit. This is the tipping point. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll, I'll see where this goes. Um, yeah, this is the first one that I'm like, eh, I'm good not yeah. hearing this. Um, Me too. I don't like it. Next song? Yep, let's go to the next song. It is what it is. How do you feel about it? I don't like it, but I like the message. Mm-hmm. I don't like the song, but I like what he's saying. Basically, get to the point. It is what it is. Some of y'all call me phony. Some of y'all call me fake. Some of y'all don't like what I'm doing. But it is what it is. I'm more about me and mine. Because that's the mentality I have with my life. Like, I'm doing me. It is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care, right? So, I like the message he's sending. He's going to be himself. You know, he ain't scared no more, quote unquote. But the song, it is what it is. It, it's cool, but it's not... I'm good. Like, I'm not... I don't like the song as much. I like the message, but not the song. Okay. But what about you? I like this beat. <laughs> I like this beat a lot. Um, okay. The song is okay. I think the beat makes the song passable for me. Um, like, the hook is... Eh. It's just... Yeah, it it's is what it is. but it's it not... Is. It's repetitive, you got a lot of repetitive hooks up here, man. overly good. It's yeah, not it, like a well-crafted hook. Um, like it's a, just what are repetitive. good repetitive hooks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, he had a video. He had a us. Uh, he had a little music video trail or whatever for like forty songs, and this is one of them. Um, so, <laughs> I was going to ask if you saw that. Uh, let's talk about yeah. let's talk about videos and stuff at the end. Okay. All right. Let's go on to the next song. Can't do you next. Um, well, let me say this. Black Knight did his thing. I could hear like a Chris Brown or somebody else on this, but I don't need to hear E forty. Um and I feel like this yeah, nah. Yeah, E forty definitely we could do without this. He definitely came on the track Gargling Water. Um I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't the song is whack. It's whack. Shout out to Black Knight, but the song is whack. I next Yeah. No point to this song and yeah, no. Nah. Yeah. It, I think um, he put it up there solely because of the E forty feature. Like you could have <laughs> took that some vocals and put on another like record. I don't know. Like I, it's whack. It's yeah. All, All right, right next let's on. move on. Forever. Um, I love this. Yep, I this love is this dope record. I love this man. Crate does well with those lovey dovey. I yeah, love you, girl. He's doing good with these love records, man. He's getting better. He does good with those records. He really does. And he it's deep. That's one. You, and then he then moved on to uh, freaking special. That sound like. Every girl yeah, in the yeah. world. <laughs> but nah, he doing this. Yo, this S1 killed the beat, that sample. Yeah. And, yeah, this beat is really soulful. I love this record, man. And dude on the hook, I don't know. That's not Christian Gray. kind of sounds like a... Uh, no, JR. He reminds me of uh, Courtly Orlando, in a way. That's hmm. what he reminds me of. Um, I'm going to have to listen cool. to again. Yeah, that, I like him on the hook. That would make, if, it, if he sounds like Courtney Orlando, I'm going to ask this question. Why don't, why don't you just get Courtney Orlando? I don't know. Who knows, man? Uh, all right. Politics, probably. But um, I, li- I love this song, man. I do. All right. Let's move on to Misconceptions 3. Um, the first Misconceptions, he got washed by the Humble Beast. Um, yeah. The second the, the Misconceptions, we like, eh, not feeling it. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about Misconceptions 3? <sighs> I don't and, like it as much as everybody else likes it. Ooh, like, man. I don't. I don't like it as much as everybody else likes it. Um. Mm-hmm. I think it's because of the beat. I know he sampled Nas. You know, he sampled New York State of Mind. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like, it's like a break beat with that sample, and it's kind of stripped down, but it's not much to the beat besides that, the sample and the, you know, drums. Mm-hmm. But 
and they're rapping though. Everybody's rapping. Cray yeah. didn't even get watched because he held his own. Yeah, he everybody's held his own. rapping. And that shocks me because uh, when those givens is get on records, they yeah, when they the, get on, they usually clean niggas. They, yeah, they make me cut other people <laughs> off the record, and I didn't feel like I needed to do that with this. one. Yeah, we've definitely cut people I've off their records cut before. Other people off of records a couple times because they let John Gives and Jay Givens on their record. Um, yeah, but not this but, time. I didn't cut this one up. But yeah, I mean. Maybe because the beat is, isn't that great to me, in my opinion. It's not a bad beat, but it's not. it doesn't pull me. I don't gravitate towards it. So I don't think the beat kind of caters or tributes to their rapping styles in a good way. They can rap on any beat. But you know mm-hmm. how the first Misconceptions, that was like in their lane. The second, you know, it, it catered to their rap styles in their lane. Yeah. This one, the break beats and all that, you know, it if was this cool to me. To anybody, if it catered to any of these four, I think it would have catered, catered more to Jay Givens and Jackie Hill Perry. Yeah. Yeah, because the rest, I'm like, you know, and they broke it down for John Gibbs. I don't think this tempo really caters to John Gibbs. Um, I yeah, mean, he did his thing, don't get me wrong. He, he did his did, thing. But he, he held his own on it, but I haven't heard him on too many of these. Yeah, I, I don't like it as much. It's cool. They're rapping. I'm not talking about the content, but the beat and every. I just mm-hmm. skip it sometimes, honestly. But the best verse, it was between Jay and John and me, but uh, Jay Gibbs definitely has the best verse. That's like, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Like he has the best verse. Um, John Gibbs was killing though. Jackie Hill was killing. Cray came and killing. Yeah. But um, yeah. So what do you think about it? Because I'm not like everybody else, I guess. Because eh, it's like, cool. I'm not as hype as I was about the first one. The first one still sets the bar. Misconception. Yeah, one first still one sets the, man, still sets that's the bar. Still the best one. Um, yeah. And this is this is dope. I'm glad he gave John, Jay, and Jackie the look. Um, yeah, I like that. That's dope. That's dope that he's looking for, you know, and they're not on reach, and he gave him the look, so that's mm-hmm. that's dope. Um, yeah. All right, let's move on. Last song of the album, I Wouldn't Know, featuring KB, produced by Garvey, uh, also the newest sign in the Reach Records as an artist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, speaking of Reach Records, KB, well, Garvey and KB are the only two artists from the, uh, album, from the uh, label here, up here. Reach. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I don't I, hate the song. I, I'm not sure if this is accurate, but it says on the hook, the hook is L. Hey. Oh, really? L. A. Yeah, that's what it says. Oh, that's L. A. It sounds like him. Wow. Okay, I ain't think of that. Why? But um, shout out to L. A. and spazzing the whole movement, man. That's where my coin's going. But um, but yeah, man, it's. I, I'm not mad at it. Like I like kind of like the hook. I yeah. like the beat and everything. I kind of like it. I'm not even like I don't have to skip this. I already listened to this. The Misconceptions three. Honestly, because mm-hmm. maybe because of the beat or because of the hook, because it's like I kind of gravitate to it more, but I don't love it. I'm like in between with the song. Like I can, it's whatever with this song. It's not bad. It's not great. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's whatever. Um, and KB was I, I like KB. You don't like him, but I like what he did up here, man. Um, what yeah. about you? Um, I've heard better beats from Garvey. I've heard better verses from KB. <laughs> um, <laughs> then. <laughs> And you know how I feel about KB versus, but I've heard better than this one, so eh, I'm cool off this. I don't need this. Um, I don't need this song on my yeah. my version of Church Clothes Three. Um, so let's. Um, what would you do to fix this project? What, what, like, would you make this just an EP and cut it at five to six songs? I would. I would. I'll take out. It's five songs. That's great because I'm fifty fifty about this. It's five yeah. songs I do like. And it's five songs I don't like. Like, so that's 50-50. Like, I like the first four. Like one I like forever. four and then forever. 
Exactly. That's a killer. That's a killer EP. If Craig just yeah. did that, bro, that's a killer EP. Like, like add these fillers and these can't do use and no, mm-hmm. like that's bad. And that's the problem, right? Because I see a lot of people gas oh, it's just fire. People are scared to critique Christian music, Christian rap, whatever. You know, because for one, everything is so tightly close knit. And for two, oh, it's about God's music, you know, yada, yada. We get that, right? But you need someone saying this is good and this is bad because a lot of bad music is going out here in the name of Jesus. <laughs> and rightfully so, a lot of good music is out here in the name of Jesus, right? But the thing is, no one's here to tell us people it's bad, it's good, it's whatever. That's why we got the show. And we do mainstream music and we do Christian music. We do all types of music. But mm-hmm. we're going to judge this music just like we judge every other artist in the mainstream, Kendrick, Drake, or whatever. And we're not doing it for ratings or the troll. We're doing it because it's, it's what needs to be done, basically. And people don't do this, man. We're not going to do that on the show. Like, you're going to get an honest opinion. Like, if it's whack, it's whack. If it's good, it's good. Like, yeah. I'm tired of all that, no, bro, this is okay. No. Like, that's bad. <laughs> that's good. It is what it is. And half of this album is. It Some songs are is. bad. It is what it is. It <laughs> no is pun intended, right? Like, yeah, some songs are bad. I mean, at this point... Some are good. At, like, I would say at this point, if you are an artist, if you're going to put your music out, you can't get offended at critique. Everyone is going to critique your music. It's Everyone. inevitable. It's inevitable as and an artist. You should want your music to critique. You, but just because you heard some critique you didn't like doesn't mean you should be really upset. Yeah, like... If you stand behind what you put out, Stand behind what you put out. It's all good. It just ain't for everybody. That's a problem. The and it's a little that, circle. The, and I'll say this. The songs that you and I, that we may not like, somebody else may like it. <laughs> that doesn't, True. That doesn't mean there's no audience for you because we may not like something about your project or your project at all. That doesn't mean there's yeah. not an audience for you. It just means I'm not that audience. Yeah. We're not the end all be all. You know, but it's our opinion. It's what we do. We we listen to music for years, and I like to think we got some type of opinion of music, right? Yeah. You know, we had a hand in music for a minute, so it's like, no, some stuff are, some stuff is bad, some stuff is good. Like all that, I get it. If we if it was just bit, if it was just content, all his records be fire because the content is always good. Yeah. But it's how you express that content through art. It's how you express it through art and how you make it grand on different scales. And sometimes it's not good. In the name of Jesus or whatever. It's just not good, bro. Like, go sit down. Like, try again, you know? Whether yeah. it's Kendrick, whether it's Cray, whether it's Flame, whether it's Drake, all the same. On the same scale, we judging the art, man. So, yeah, people just be out here letting anything fly. Like, no, that's whack, man. They go, like, sit down, try again. Like, <laughs> for real, like, but back to this EP, man. I'm 50-50 on it. It's definitely better than Church Goals 2 by default. So, I'll say that. Yeah. It's better definitely. than Church Goals 2. Easily. It's better than Church but not better than Anomaly, but it's shorter. Granted, it's shorter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. I would have cut it in half, man. This would have been perfect. Yeah. So I, I think I would have cut it to like eight songs. I would have took out cruising, can't do you, do you, yeah, and probably I wouldn't know, and I would have left everything else. Everything else is cool for me. Yeah, man. To each his own. It's cool. Like, eh. I like Gangland. I really like Gangland Forever. Those are my two favorite songs. Yeah, my favorites are Deja Vu. Um, forever, yeah, those are my favorites. Yeah, so I'm a definitely uh, forever definitely made me almost call up my WCW and confess <laughs> a lot of stuff to her. Um, she would have definitely ignored my call though, like usual, but <laughs> she don't respond to my text or nothing, man. Like, I'm like, oh, word, this, this is what we doing? Like, this is what we doing here? Um, but I don't text no more. Last time I texted was like last year. I'm done. God told me to move on. I'm done with that, y'all. So, platform. <laughs> Clap for God talking to Tony in 2016. Yes, sir. Oh, word. That's what we doing? My nigga, that's what we doing? All right. Okay. 
But nah, man, I'm still, I'm definitely accepting applications for um, New Women Crush Wednesday. So y'all hit me up in the DMs, <laughs> hit the show DM, email us, and let me know what's up. Old, you know, middle age, you know, young adults, all that, man. So <laughs> let's get it moving, man. All right, let's move on. Um, so the niggas on plane. So this summer we talked about beef season, and we obviously talked about Drake and Meek Mill. And mm-hmm. there's a resident, there's a resident of beef season who has kept Meek Mill trapped in this city of beef season, and that resident's name is Fifty Cent, and apparently Meek and Fifty got problems. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> definitely Fifty Fifty Meek dropped a four song tape whatever on SoundCloud. Um, and he definitely added 50 and said, he said something about 50 bodies, 50 shots, using 50 name, basically trying to be funny. And 50 heard, that's all 50 needed. Put the bat in 50's back. Wait, he mentioned 50 on a record? Yeah. Like not uh, directly, but it was like he used 50, the, the, you know, the number 50 in correlation with some type of ROMs. Obviously he was taking shots at 50 and, you know, and that's what it was. Put the bat in 50's back. And now 50 made like seven memes on Instagram, which are hilarious. I think he actually stole memes and posted on his page. But those are hilarious. And Meek is trying to clap back and say stuff. And I don't know why he opened his mouth about that anyway. Not only that, but like the beef, you took your L. You, Drake, you're done. He actually went back and Drake a little bit too. But I'm like, you're done. Just make your music stay in your lane, right? And the crazy yeah. thing is, all four songs aren't even bad. I like one of them. Like at least two of them I like, honestly. The songs aren't bad, but the stain of Drake is on them so much that people don't even care no more. Like, it's to the point, like, Meek, okay, go home. Like, we, we don't care, man. Stop throwing but, um, rocks at the castle, man. It's not going to do a thing. Yeah, he might as well stay in his lane, make his little music, and do him, right? But, um, yeah, 50, the baddies are 50 back now, and I don't see him turning back. But uh, 50 can make all the memes he wants. He's a funny guy, but I want to hear some music, 50. Like, when it comes to that music, I still take Meek over you right now. <laughs> 2016. <laughs> as um, bad as Meek. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm let, still taking Meek over 50. Because 50 has been publicly poking at Ross and MMG for the for last, while. Yeah. like, almost 10 years now. Um, mm-hmm. Does this escalate into MMG versus G-Unit? Do we care? Does the um, banks come in and start spitting again? Like, I think I think it does escalate into that, but I don't think we care. I would like to hear some banks bars. Don't get me wrong. I'll listen to them, but... The general consensus, I don't think we'll care. Like it's like well, it's twenty sixteen. If it's if it's just MMG versus if it is MMG versus G Unit, we already know Wale ain't getting in that. So it's gonna be yeah, Ross, Meek, and Gunplay. I'll and, take MMG uh-huh. and it, versus Banks. Ross, Meek, and Gunplay versus Banks, basically. <laughs> basically, I mean, um, shoot, if, if Banks getting his bag, man. Don't. Yeah. Yeah, but in 2016, do we want to hear that? Like, I, just this keep it true. jokes. Just keep it jokes and keep it moving. Like, meet, just stop mentioning people and just do your thing. Like, Nikki over there probably like, what is he doing? Like, give me your phone. Like, chill. Well, like, I'll say this. I have to thank Meek Mill because he went to the Sixers game and we won. So, thank you, Meek Mill, oh, yeah, for that, coming to the Sixers game. And that, that's a miracle. Y'all trash. Um, hey, shout out to Norm Kelly, too. Yo, Norm Kelly still. Yo, Norm Kelly is hilarious. Man, I was crying. He had a picture of the L pointing. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like Norm Kelly told his like his secretary, like, "Hey, make an L as big as you can on a piece of paper and print it out for me and bring it to my office." Yo, he better <laughs> chill though. Niggas gonna clap him. He, yo, he thinking it's a game. Like he's but safe in the six, are. man. Ain't nothing happening to him in the six. Yeah, nobody gonna clap. He just yeah. can't go to it's Philly. Just, <laughs> yeah, it's just funny though. I really be crying at his tweets and like he hops Yo, in like a culture like, vulture. Norm like, just be going out of his way to say something like, 
Yeah, like nobody's like, talking to you. Meek Mill co- pops up anywhere. He's just like, oh, Meek Mill popped up. Let me let me tweet him real quick. Hold this L. Then, like <laughs> the meat meat turns it racial. Like leave me alone, white man. Segregationist. I'm like, all right, bro. Yo, just <laughs> no. But I will say this, Meek, because from what it sounds like, Meek instigated this thing with Fifty, correct? Yeah. Okay. Well, so Fifty Meek, Meek yeah. mentions Fifty on records. Fifty starts posting up memes of Meek. And then Meek posts a tweet from a fan that, and and this is mad serious, and I'm not making light of this, but the fan talked about, he's from Flint, Michigan, and talked about their water crisis in Flint. Yeah. And he's like, yo, I seen y'all that. stop yeah. wasting time over there, sending memes to one another, and send some money over here so we can get some water. So yeah. Meek talks about, Meek takes this opportunity to post this to his social media like, yeah, for real, I'm going to do it. Like, how you try to deflect after this? This is a fight you started. And then you're going to be like, yeah. oh, wait, teacher, I got the homework, though. Like, hold on, let's stop fighting a, so we can turn it on homework. Like, Yeah, it, <laughs> it takes beef to make you stand up and do something for a community or to be an activist. Like, it takes a beef situation to make you do better. To turn around and say, look, y'all, do better. Stop fighting each other. Y'all worried about each other. People are dying. Like, what record was that? Oh, no, Drake said that. I'll charge up. People out here dying. You worried about us. Like, what they got... <laughs> Like go do that I before guess we can learn something from that battle, huh? Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm kind of like this meek whole meek. Just do your music, stay in your bag, stay over there, and y'all stay. Like I'm done with it. Drake don't care no more. Obviously, Drake shouldn't even respond. Like it, it is what it Man, is. Drake like, ain't saying nothing to that dude. Drake just yeah. gonna drop another hotline play. Yeah, I ain't, I'm done with that, man. It's just funny. It's funny to look at on Instagram. It's very funny to look at with Fifty. Yes. that's all. Like, I really don't care much about it. But the meek records weren't even bad, honestly. People just don't care no more. But okay. yeah. And that's yep. that's bad. That's bad for me that nobody cares. Yeah. And very and few thing, people care. My thing is why why is that your first step back after after catching the L? You coming back out swinging on somebody else now? Like Yeah, why not yeah. Why just not make your just music, make some good lane. music, get get a record that the radio's gonna wanna play. Go get your hook yeah. from Chris Brown or whoever, somebody that you yeah. know it will work. Because yeah, he still got a radio. He still got a record on radio. Like that like he got that all eyes on me jump with Nikki whatever. Yeah, all eyes on me. You know I what mean, I mean? That's been playing for like nine months now. He needs something new. He, he needs does, a, he but, needs a shot in the arm, but this ain't the way to go about it. It ain't gonna be beefing your way after you just lost a beef. Like I can see see, this is the difference. Let's go back in time with fifty. Fifty has the beef with Ja, he ends Ja. His next move was, I'm beefing with anybody who works with Ja now. So, Fat Joe, Jadakiss. And, and that yeah. didn't work out for him. But at Dang least I, underst- but I understood you it. You, I understood <laughs> it, though. You just won. This is like you won a fight, and you're like, who won it next? Like, when you lose a fight, yeah. you don't pop up like, all right, now who want these hands? Like, no, you right, lost. Right. Nobody wants to see you fight. You better go go train. Like, this would be like Ronda Rousey popping up like, all right, who won it now? Like, no, you need to go fight Holly Holm again. She knocked you out. Yeah, go back to that. Don't try to, you know what I mean? Don't, so, don't come back at somebody else now. You you got to go avenge that one before we take you serious. Yeah, I'm just dumb the whole thing. Like, 50 ain't going to make no good records, obviously. <laughs> it's going to be funny. Like, you know, he ain't going to make no record, this record. He's going to stay with Kanan tape, Kanan, which ain't even bad at her, honestly. Um, yeah, but Fifty gonna do I, I him. Hair was good. Yeah, so I'm saying like, I mean, if Fifty ain't gonna make no records at him, he's gonna make funny memes and Meek just gonna like just keep it like that and just ah next like uh, <laughs> niggas don't care man. 
But um, well yeah, shout out to uh, Erica. She did say Meek might as well do Christian hip hop now. I was crying. <laughs> and, so, and somebody retweeted it and said, "Now nah, Lecrae gonna watch him." I was like, "Yo, <laughs> Flame will." Pro- no, no, you won't. No, I'm stop. Nah, oh. nah, 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 Flame will watch. There's a couple cats that won't watch him. Meek could cook a couple cats up over here, but a couple cats will give it to him, like the Man, HB there's squad. There's a lot of cats that eat him up. God over money, humble bees, all them swoop niggas. Yeah, yeah, they take him to the cleanest. Yeah, but um, but yeah, man, it is what it is. All right. I keep saying that, but um. So do we do we think this goes on any further, or is this just? Do they nah, kill? it's gonna stick. It's does gonna it stick to memes. The, does it last past this month? No. Well, no one fifty. Yes, but for me, no. <laughs> no one fifty. It, it lasts for a lifetime. <laughs> we do with fifty. Yo, it's a life. It's 50, a life. Yeah. Fifty. Fifty is like Cardi B. If you got beef for him, you got beef forever. Like yeah, forever. Like you got beef for fifty forever. Shout out to Cardi B, man. I got. I had to unfollow Instagram. Ask John. On my heart. John and Fifty still got beef whenever they see each other. Yeah, but it's like I don't even care. Next topic, man. Done talking about this. <laughs> All right, Damn. let's talk about Kanye West. Um, the last, yeah, man. Last week we talked about Kanye with real friends and the snippet to "No More Parties in LA." Mm-hmm. Well, "No More Parties in LA" is out in full. Let's talk about it. Let's yeah. start with Kendrick um, because he has the first. Wait, we don't hear him first on the record, but he has the first verse. Kanye yeah. has like a couplet and then kicks it to Kendrick. And Kendrick raps for like two minutes or so. What do you think about yeah. it? I think Kendrick got a dope verse, man. I really think Kendrick got a dope verse. Um, Kendrick, obviously rapping about a girl. And if you listen to the storyline, he was talking about the whole thing. He talks in the end how the girl tells him ultimately he's selling stuff through Instagram. If you follow the storyline, Kendrick definitely had a dope uh, setup. Kendrick versus dope. I think it was dope. Kendrick always has a dope verse. Like, I don't have no problems with the Kendrick verse. Um, mm-hmm. I like his flow. He switched the flow up, like, twice, I think. Like, he mm-hmm. has one of the best flows in the game, if not the best in the game right now. So, I love Kendrick verse, man. What about you? Maybe I just need to listen to it again, but I wasn't really grabbed by it. It didn't really grab me too much. Okay. Um, I was, well, first, because it's Kanye's record, I wanted to hear Kanye. Um, I didn't know oh, really? Kendrick. I didn't know Kendrick was going to be rapping as long as he was. And that's not a problem. Um, because he is Kendrick Lamar, so, um, yeah. but it just didn't grab me, and I've, I've really, I've, I don't know if maybe in my mind I'm, I'm holding Kendrick to a certain type of content that I want to hear from him. Yeah, I get you saying. Um, this is old verse too, I think. Because yeah, um, the last time I heard Kendrick for anything meaningful, it was his album to Pimp a Butterfly. Um, yeah, and it was very weighty, very thoughtful, um, thought-provoking content, and this wasn't that for me. Um, yeah, he's rapping about vagina yeah. and condoms. I'm like, yeah. okay, so I'm like, you just told eh. us. A- <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I, okay, I, yeah, I get that, I get that. So I, maybe I was expecting a different angle. So maybe I'll just have to right, listen right. to it with fresh ears and see if I change my mind about it. Um, but. Flow-wise, he's Kendrick Lamar, and I don't expect anything less than what he gave. Um, yeah, man. Dope flow. Flow-wise, um, dope syllable bending. But, yeah, not. I, I didn't really hear what I wanted to hear. All right, and I respect that. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so, but this Kanye verse. Yes, Kanye's verse is about four minutes long. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Kim, 
Kim tweeted something early. I don't follow her, but like, you know, somebody retweeted that Kanye's on a plane now and writing 90 bars. Good Fridays aren't back. He apologizes, but he's trying to rush to the studio now and I put the No Parties in LA song guy. I'm like, stop it. I'm like, first, I'm like, in my mind, like, Kanye, get off her account. Like, that's really you tweeting <laughs> through her account. <laughs> we, that's not Kim, that's you. But he number two, it's like, he yo. over and took her phone. Like, hold on, let me see word. your phone. <laughs> but um, Kanye's verse was dope. Like, Kanye. Kanye had the better verse to me, and I love Kendrick. Kendrick is my favorite rapper right now, but Kanye had the better verse, in my opinion. Like, mm. he was dropping so many quotables. Like, one of my favorites, we said, I was undespised since Lauryn Hill retired. Like, I keep telling y'all, man, Kanye recognizes the greatness of Lauryn Hill. Everybody does. Some of y'all, eh, but listen, Lauryn's the goal to me. But um, he had a line about uh, dressing Nori like Cam, all pink, and the stalkers. Yeah. And- when he said, I got a, a ball fade, I might slam, I was like, all right, Onyx reference, holla. Yeah. That was hard. Then addressing Nori like Cam Pink. I was like, yeah. then um the, the other line about my cousins f my cousins even when I even when I stole the laptop. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> he still hate them cousins, man. If you call your cousin, man, tough love. Like, I mean, yeah. Shout out to his cousins, man. The one that stole the laptop too. But um, yeah, Kanye had a bit of verse. Kendrick was dope, and it's a good song. I'll, it's mm. a good song. It's better than Real Friends. Good song, man. You think it's better so, than Real Friends? Yeah, yeah. Real, I like Real Friends, but this is better than Real Friends, man. You What's better so? about it? You like the beat better, or you like the song the as a whole? The beat is better. Though? The flows, the rap, the content, maybe not, but but the flows as in a song. You know, Kendrick, Kanye, the collaboration. I took Kendrick and Kanye over Ty and the Kanye, and this terms in terms of these songs. So, yeah, okay. man, it was just it was better. I think okay. it was better. I know you like real friends because a lot of your real friends left or whatever. So I get you cry. <laughs> I'm sorry, your real ex girlfriends. Boy, I'm talking about. <laughs> That, yeah, real ex-girlfriends. Couple of them on the timeline, y'all. I'm gonna be real with y'all right now. He married now, but it's a couple on the time. But um But yeah, man. So, I'm I'm done. If you wanna know, DM me. I'm at all of them. But um <laughs> he's a couple girl chick Tony's a mess on the timeline, but he married, you know, new Yo, creature. You're stupid, but, um, man. <laughs> but yeah, man, we'll see Swishes like sound like it's part of me, you know, better than what people expected, man. So we said his Kanye album gonna sound, man. Yeah, I am as interested. As, He's definitely got me interested again. As long as All Day ain't up there. And, yeah, we're good. So <laughs> all Day was not good. Um, but, yeah, man. All right. So, um, did this drop today? Well, Monday? Yeah. Because no, no. I was wondering. Like, no, this Real weekend, Friends, last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I was wondering. I'm like, yo, I thought he was, I thought Good Fridays was back. Where he at? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. I was waiting to see something and didn't see anything. Like that's right. what Kim tweeted. Oh, sorry. I'm like, stop it. Like, stop <laughs> it. Stop. It. But it's smart though. He got Kim Kardashian, one of the biggest stars in the world, doing his tweeting publicity. about his music. True. Think about it. Like, your wife, bigger than you, probably celebrity was. Not definitely not more talented than you, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, just a bigger like, name in the in a the bigger television. influence. Like TMZ yeah. probably was like Kim Kardashian tweets Kanye is working on a new song. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. So I mean, Kanye he's smart with it, man. That family, the yeah. royal family. Shout with, out, thank God for E got the whole family getting checks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was how long. I'm saying like it sounded good, man. We gonna see, man. The swish might be all right. All right. Well, we'll see if it's a swish or a brick. Um, let's move on. <laughs> NFL uh, divisional round. Let's talk about these yeah, games. We made our picks last week. How many of your picks were right, fam? I called the Panthers. I called the uh I want the Steelers and Broncos. I wanted them to lose anyway, so I think my call was right with that one, the Broncos. So the Steelers are out here, thank God. Mm-hmm. And um 
it, the Cardinals. Did I call it Cardinals? I'm not sure. I think three of my picks are right. I know so. I only got one right. Well, wow. I'm pretty sure. I think I only picked the Cardinals. I picked Seattle. I picked Pittsburgh. I picked. Uh, I definitely picked Kansas City just because I want New England out of there. That was a hater yeah. pick. Um, but yeah. Everybody wanted New England out of there, man. Seattle yeah. decided to only show up for the second half of the game, and by that point, it was over. Um, yeah, Panthers took that. Yeah. New England took that. So, um, yeah, so we got uh, Arizona and Carolina in Carolina coming up this Sunday. And we yeah, have New England versus Denver in New England this coming Sunday for the AFC Championship. Let's talk about this Denver-New England game um, coming up. How do you think it goes? Yeah. The GOAT is going to win in Foxborough. They're home. It is what it is. We keep using that term. Like, maybe Lecrae got his mission accomplished. But, um, yeah, the the Cray, the Cray, the GOAT is going to win in Foxborough. Tom Brady's going to win. Peyton Manning isn't Peyton Manning, but their defense isn't bad. So, it's like, I have the Patriots winning home um, very easily, honestly. Um, there's going to be Tom Brady in the Super Bowl with Carolina. I keep saying that. I said that for a minute now. When it happens, y'all going to see how much of a profit I am. But, um, what do you think about the game? Um... I'll say this. I think New England will win and go back to the Super Bowl. But Mm -hmm. if Denver is going to win, Denver is going to have to control the ball. They cannot afford three and outs at any point. Yeah, they'll eat that up. Huh? Yeah, they'll eat that up. They're going to have to run the ball effectively. Um, They're going to have to keep the ball out of Peyton Manning's hands. Like, he's got to get three-step drops, three seconds, and get rid of the ball. Like, he mm-hmm. can't stand back there, um, and his they got to get quick passes because his arm is shot. His arm yeah, they better double team Gronk because yeah, they're gonna have to double team Gronk. <laughs> they're gonna and be on one. I don't one, know man. that you can do that because Edelman and uh, Amendola are back, so I don't know that you can double team Gronk and adequately cover the rest of the field because they're Brady gonna go put on the wide. clinic. They're not. Yeah, I, for some reason, this is gonna be the game. New England decides that they're gonna run the ball. Man, they're going to put on the clinic, bro. Yeah, like, they're going to switch the game plan up. They just passed all over Kansas City. They're going to decide to run the ball this week. They're going to run the ball and get, like, three rushing touchdowns. I I just got that feeling. They're going to try to break Denver's defense's heart. I got Tom Brady 28-7. 28-7? Yeah. Dang. Um, Okay. I think I got it, like, I think I go with 31-14. like Okay. It's gonna be pretty decisive for New England, but like yeah, they ain't gonna take it. Yeah. It's it's not gonna be a close game. At all. Uh but Denver's defense will keep them in it or around it for a little bit. It'll just yeah, for a little bit. That so, second yeah. half is gonna be ugly. Yeah, uh, we'll see, man. I'm so, just waiting to see Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. But next game. Let's move on to the NFC championship. This is the late game this coming Sunday, and I'm thankful. Um, thank you for being the 6 o'clock game because this is the one that I want to see. Right. Uh, Carolina versus Arizona. Um, Arizona won in overtime with a flip pass to Larry Fitzgerald. Yes, he's mm-hmm. still playing. And yes, he's still good. Um, he's still Very. alive, too. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, man. Arizona and their passing offense, their passing attack, solid defense going up against Carolina with Super Cam. And the Panthers, how do you think this goes? Yeah. 
Well, you got the number one offense versus number two offense. Mm-hmm. Arizona's number one. Carolina's number two, right? Mm-hmm. But you have the best quarterback. Also, two of the top five quarterbacks in the game right now. You know what I mean? Palmer yeah. and Cam. Possibly top three with Adam Brady, right? So it's like... Out of the four yo, remaining, they're the two of the top three. <laughs> yeah, out of the four remaining, honestly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I have Carolina. Um, Carolina defensively and offensively. Even Arizona. They're so well-knit. Like, they're so similar in playing style. It's like, but I'll take Cam over Palmer. So at this point, and, and Carolina still is on a wave. Like you know, and they got vengeance to prove. I think, and I'm going Carolina. Mm-hmm. I know you, you signed, so you're no, gonna no, go no. Arizona, probably. No, I want <laughs> out of these two, I would prefer Carolina to win. I would like to see Cam Newton go to the Super Bowl and beat Tom I would love Brady. That, man. that would be awesome. That would be so he awesome. can dab on Tom Brady. That would be great, man. Dab in um, the Super Bowl. I don't trust Carolina's receivers. They've been all right yeah. the last few weeks, but I don't. Yeah, trust I know what you them. mean. They've been having troubles off and on all year. And Dropping balls Aaron. and. Arizona's yeah. wide receiving core is much better, and Carson Palmer has protection. He's got a running back. Mm-hmm. He's got receivers, and he's got a defense to get him the ball. I don't know that that is great for Carolina. Yeah, no, it's yeah, that's a good point. But I still, I got Carolina, man. My boy, he made up a, a scenario saying, "Well, in the Super Bowl, it's going to be the Panthers versus New England." A subliminal message: the Black Panthers versus the Patriots of America. You know, white versus black. <laughs> I'm like, I think you're looking in too deep. Yo. Like, I need you. Calm that, down a bit. <laughs> that is hilarious, though. And if they do that, the Panthers got to wear them black jerseys at the Super Bowl. Oh, that'd be hit. The Black Panthers versus the, you know, black and white Patriots, patriotic. I'm like, come on. Mm-hmm. It kind of sounds good, but I'm like, all right. Like, but, but yeah, man. So, you got uh, Arizona, and I got Carolina. We both got the Patriots. And um, we'll see what happens, man. NFL, man. Some I good playoff games. I got games, Arizona. Man. I said I want to see Carolina. I'm just scared about Arizona's team, oh, the way they're oh, okay. constructed. I think Arizona is equipped to So you wouldn't be Carolina. surprised if they won, no, basically. I wouldn't be like, surprised if Arizona wins. Yeah, I mean, I, I think no one would be surprised. The number one offense. Like, but it's like... Yeah, but it is Carolina, in Carolina. Man. Give me Carolina, man. The Jets lost. Okay, That's my team to take. Way. I won't be surprised if Carolina's receivers don't show up. Okay, that's very expected. <laughs> so... Say again, most likely. But um, he be dropping stuff, man. Like, come on. Like. Yeah. But my Jets lost, so I'll just, I'm going for Cam for now. Uh, so Tom Brady's my favorite quarterback. Game? Top two offenses. Man. 30-something to 30-something. Like, <laughs> or 28 to 31. Either 28 31 or like 34 to 31. Something like that. I think I'm going to go... T- I think I'm gonna go 27-24. Yeah, I might play these numbers to pick it. You said 27-24? Yeah. All right, 27-24, or 31-20. All right. All right. That makes sense. We'll see what happens. Yep. We'll, see what happens. we'll see what happens, and we'll see who the Super Bowl uh, contenders will be this year. We'll see who's representing the AFC and the NFC this Sunday. Yeah, man, it'll be interesting, man. That's our little fake sports talk. You you already know, man. Tone it down. <laughs> Tone it down. Uh, and shout out to so, Steph Curry for being, for talking greasy. Oh, yeah, yeah. What did he Steph, say, man? Tell people what he said. So Steph Curry was asked about returning back to Cleveland. They play in Cleveland tonight. It's Monday night on Martin Luther King Day. Uh, Golden State plays in Cleveland tonight at 8 on TNT um, in Cleveland. Um, obviously, we saw that they played on Christmas Day in uh, Oakland, and Golden State won. 
So when mm-hmm. asked about how he felt about returning back to Cleveland where he won mm-hmm. the championship just this past June, he said, you know, I'm going to have some happy feelings going back into that locker room. Hopefully it still smells like champagne. <laughs> Steph Yo, Curry and- doesn't let his inner Drake out. <laughs> yeah, LeBron said something like, we're going to see something. I'm going to show up. Man, Warriors going to – um, is Cleveland healthy? Cleveland is healthy right now. Everybody's in. Kyrie Irving is playing like 30, 35 minutes a game. Uh, Kevin Love no, looks that, good. But the <sighs> Warrior, the Warriors have too many bodies to throw at LeBron James. So it's going to have to be Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving taking over. Yeah, it ain't game. just that. It ain't just, you know, I don't they think got this a body. Be, I don't think that this will be a game. And I could be wrong, but I don't see this being a game that LeBron goes off and has like 50 points. 40 points. I don't see that kind of game. He's going to have a LeBron game. He'll get like 27 to 30 points, 8-9 rebounds, 8-9 assists. I see that happening, but I don't see like an explosion type of game. I don't don't think with Andre Iguodala, (laughs) Draymond Green, Harrison Barnes on you the entire time you're on the floor, it's going to be one of them three. Plus the center shadowing everything that you do. I just don't see 50 from LeBron. Um, tonight, yeah. but what I could see is Kyrie Irving getting at Steph Curry for that comment because um, Kyrie was not there in the finals, so he yeah, has a lot to say about you know, he would have had to, a lot to say about Champagne being opened for Golden State period, and definitely in Cleveland um, so yeah, I think Kyrie goes into this game with a chip on his shoulder, and Kevin Love as well, Kevin Love wasn't there either so I think they take offense a little bit of offense, and I think I'm gonna say Cleveland wins this game tonight. Yeah, I mean Cleveland has a bigger chip on their shoulder. So either way, the Warriors can't lose too many games, too many more games. They're trying to beat that 72 and 10 record. They already already lost right now, four. So right now they're 37 and four. They yeah. they still in good position. Um, if they can get to the All Star break with like only five or six losses, if they can if they can go over this next month only losing two more games, they in really good shape. Really good shape for that record. Yeah, they should be straight, man. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see see how the game plays out, and, you know, we'll talk about it. Definitely. I think this is a game. I think Steph Curry will struggle early, but I think he'll get clicking late. It'll it'll end up being a tight game, but I think early on in the game, it'll be a little tough for Steph. Right. Yeah. I think it'd be dope, though. We'll see, man. End of the day, I still got the Cavs. I said I had the Cavs taking it this year. A healthy Cavaliers team, so but the Warriors looking type crazy. <laughs> um, but we'll see, man. It's, it'll definitely interest them, man. My team ain't nowhere in there, yeah. so and your yeah, team, yeah, yeah. My team don't don't even belong in this conversation. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't even. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about these Oscar award nominations. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot has been said about the lack of um, black American representatives in. In these nominations, uh, no nominations for Michael B. Jordan or Ryan Coogler for Creed. Nothing for Will Smith on Concussion. Um, nothing for Straight Outta Compton or any of the other films that have been critically and commercially um, dynamic and awesome for 2015. Um, and we see we've seen a lot of backlash um, from the black Hollywood community. Um, Most notably, Jada Pinkett Smith posted a statement to her Facebook concerning um, 
the treatment of black actors and directors in this nomination process. Right. Um, but we've talked about this a little bit before. Um, I think we talked about it around the BET Awards. Yeah, we definitely did. Yeah. Um, and we'll probably talk about it. Did we talk about it when we talked Grammy nominations? Yeah, we talked about the same thing. What yeah. she's, she's basically echoing our sentiments, what we said, you know, and what she said is like, well, obviously, why, why are we going to continue to look to them for the standard? Why don't we celebrate ourselves, right? And why don't we congratulate, you know, and uplift ourselves, you know, make our own award shows, right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to boycott with everybody else. So we look to them for the standard and look to them to be the pinnacle. Why don't we look to ourselves? And we, and we talked about that, as you were saying, like, we don't even go to our own award shows, but we mad when they don't give us something. Like, celebrate your own first, right? And that's yeah. all. She's basically saying what to, we've been and saying. And go to your award shows. Don't, don't get nominated for, you know, a Soul Train Award or a BET Award or a Hip Hop Award, and then you don't go, but then you get mad when the Grammys don't give you an award. Like, get, if, you, if you really are wanting the praise of your peers the praise of your fans and you think that the award and awards embody that go to all of these award shows then exactly, exactly. don't no don't show because just... you too big to be at the soul train awards like go you give the soul train yeah. awards the the credit and the the cachet that it needs by you just being there yeah and, a, and Man, another thing Lauren is hill biggie tupac all of them used to be at the soul train awards but you know can't nobody go now because they on yeah. BET and centric. <laughs> right. And it's like, in the Biggie day, per- the Oscars- Michael Jackson performed at the Soul Train Awards. I'm sorry. With a broken ankle, he performed at the Soul Train Awards. But He's the GOAT. I mean, that's why he's greatest. But, <laughs> but, but, you know, certain people can't go now. Too right. big that's for that. Different thing. You gotta be Yeah, kidding. and that's the problem. Like, start home, you know, and stay home. Like, they, that's what they're doing. They're trying to boycott it. That's what happened with the Grammys. You know, now they introduce blacks. But the Oscars weren't made for us to attribute to us. Like, it was made for them and congratulate them. And they'll let us in every now and then. Oh, here, here's your little award. But at the end of the day, it's their standards and their opinion. Just like the Soul Train Awards are our standards and our opinion. Like, we keep looking at people to give us validation. That's not the pinnacle. Who says that's the standard? I would love a Grammy for the show or something like that. But that's their opinion at the end of the day. What them old white people on the board think is good. <laughs> that's what they that's what they think is good and we're looking at that if we don't get a trophy for them we're heartbroken like no not get the hype around it but no she's saying the right thing like I don't know if she's saying it now because Will Smith ain't getting nominated because your husband ain't get one maybe you're trying to say it now but end of yeah. the day like like you should have been saying this but listen like I agree with what she's saying we gotta start celebrating ourselves man and celebrating people while they're here like when, some, like when people are doing good in my family my friend even those on social media I don't know oh yo that's a good look man congratulations like I congratulate my friends who write my and friends that, who sing my friends who dance and my friends who do everything else because exactly. that's happy and people wanna hear that you know and it's like and that's know, why, that's, gotta, why uh, that's why you give out the Tony Lee awards right yeah <laughs> that's why we had the Tony Lee <laughs> We got the Tony Lee Awards for our kind. I get on Twitter. Listen, a lot of y'all people on Twitter ain't gonna get no awards. And you they see give it to Charlemagne came and accepted his award, right? <laughs> Charlemagne definitely accepted his award. And I, and I respect the Charlemagne, man. So it's like all them big Twitter names, they get awards. Them big names on Twitter. All y'all small names, <laughs> I give y'all awards. Like, come on, I'm gonna celebrate us, man. But seriously, though, like, we need to celebrate each other. And all my friends is doing good. Even if you're not doing it on a grand scale of people's lives. If you're going to school, if you're doing this, congratulations. Like, you celebrate your family. Congratulations. Like, everything is achievement, man. So, I ain't mean to preach today. 
But um, it's but all right, man, let's <laughs> let's talk. Uh, let's talk about this album. This album by Anderson Park, Malibu. Um, yeah, yeah, man. I was in, I was introduced to this artist from Dr. Dre's Compton album. Where was uh-huh. your introduction? Was it the same for you? Same, same, same for me. Yeah, Compton okay. album. Yeah. So this album was released Friday. It's called Malibu. Um, yeah. You lead the way, brother. Yeah. Um. What well, Anderson Park? You know. Um. Spell P A A K, but pronounced Pac. Um, from California, I think Oxford, California, a small city in Cali. Um, used to go by Breezy Lovejoy, but he changed his name later on, you know. And um, he also has a group outside of his solo work called uh, No Worries with Knowledge, the producer. He produced Mama, Kendrick's The Pepper Butterfly, the song Mama. He mm. produced that soul sound, whatever. And he has a group with him. He has no work with him also. But long story short, now he's he worked with uh, Dr. Trey. A lot of y'all heard him from there. He basically stole the show. And from there, he dropped the single, Carry Me, and all that. And that was a hard single. And now we have Malibu, his uh, debut, not his debut album, but the critically acclaimed album, the one people are gravitating towards. He has an album called Venice before this. Um, but this mm. is definitely a dope, he's half Korean, half black. Um, I'm giving him like his bio. Like. <laughs> but um, seriously, like this, but this dude is very soulful, very experimental, like jazz, yes. funk, blues, modern day. It's everything inside this album. And I really love this album, man. As you said, it dropped Friday. Um, his sound is like nothing that's out right now, in my opinion. It's so different. It's eerie, but it's beautiful. And it's like soulful. It's all in mm-hmm. one. His voice is eerie and soulful. It's like, it's crazy, man. So I've been, I, I've had this album in rotation all weekend, even today. Um, other albums dropped. I didn't play as much as this. This album is really good. And there's no skippers for me. And that's kind of no hard for skips? me because. None? No, none for me okay. at all. Like. And that's hard because when albums usually drop, I don't usually gravitate towards them. Like, certain albums have to grab me. And there's something special about this album, man. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you hear a certain album and you know something special about it. And it's going to really touch certain areas. And, yeah, man. So, I'm, I'm going to just pick out my favorite tracks from the album. I can just go through and tell y'all. I'm going to just go through real quick. First track is called The Bird. Um, mm-hmm. He produced this, actually. Pac. Um, mm-hmm. Not bad at all. It's like a ballad, whatever. And as I was saying, it's like a blues sound, a soul sound. And he's so diverse and versatile. Like, it's very good, man. So, I like Bird. Good uh, intro. It starts off a bit slow, so you might think it's going to be kind of underwhelming, but it's very good, man. Um, number two, Heart Don't Stand a Chance, DJ Khalil. We all know DJ Khalil's work. This is one of my favorite records on the album. Um, mm-hmm. And I also like about this album, uh, there's no, like, radio records he aimed for. Like, it's not a ra- it's not a record up here that you say, all right, this is going to be for radio. This is going to be for radio. Like, he, he did his own thing. It's, he got in the lab break with these producers and create it and manage his own sound. Like, mm-hmm. so he's very dope. He's my favorite new artist right now. Like this dude is really talented. And I remember us talking on, um, the Compton album saying like, yo, I want to hear more from this dude. I like this dude. And lo and behold, like this album came. So, and track three, the waters with, uh, BJ, the Chicago kid, this sound like a D'Angelo joint, but Madlib produced this. So anything Madlib is on, you know, you run to, um, and the single, one of the singles released from the album, The Season, Carry Me, that was produced by Knife Wonder. That's the mm-hmm. fourth record up here. Another dope one. Number five, Put Me Through, produced by him, Pop. He actually plays the drums also. He's a musician. Nice. So he plays the drums. And he had he has a show at New York this week at SOBs. I would go, but I got work the next morning, so I can't make it. And I wish I could really go, man. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, number six, Am I Wrong? My favorite record up here was Schoolboy Q. <sighs> Produced by Pomo. This has like a funk house music sound. And like, I could take four different tracks from this album and put them in different genres. 
Like, you got the house, mm. you got the jazz, you got the funk, you got the blues, you got the... And he's a singer, but he does rap at times, like, on tracks such as mm-hmm. The Prime. Like, he does rap at times, but he's very he's a singer, ultimately. Um, number seven, Without You, featuring Rhapsody. Rhapsody with another dope verse. Knife One to produce this with the highest... With the hiatus uh, coyote sample at the end. I like Rhapsody, right? I never heard her music solely, like her just uh, her solo stuff, but I heard a Kendrick Lamar uh, feature. Heard the feature with uh, Propaganda Murs, the joint. Mm-hmm. And um, even, even this joint. Like, she, I like Rhapsody. I'm really going to look into more of her stuff, man. Um, okay. After that, Parking Lot, it's like a melody. Reminds a bit of Marvin Gaye meets the Beatles, that whole melody, that it's very dope, man. Right, fam, you just mentioned Marvin Gaye, so I'm going to really be investigating this. I didn't get nah. a chance to listen as in-depth as you did. Um, Yo, but yeah. I'm telling you, this all I've been listening to for the past weekend, I really, really like Yo. this dude. The dude is dope. And I'm you got to go to some of his older stuff. His older stuff is really dope, too. This, he's, the, he's the future. Like he He's next. Like It is what it is. And I, the next I'll one. say this. The, I know one song that stuck out to me that I caught was The Waters. And some of those yeah. arrangements are rivaling um, the late 90s, 2000 D'Angelo. Yes, bruh. Yeah, I was in. that was, I was fine. Like, right, I definitely got to check this dude out. Cause Man, that Chicago kid was on that one. And even some of the production on this album, I'm like, yo, this is like, this is perfect for D'Angelo. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and the production as a whole is so different. It's so, like, unorthodox. It's like, yo, like, yeah, and Katandra, um, he's up here. Lightweight produced that. One upbeat mm-hmm. type house record. I love that. Room in here. The game has a dope verse. You know, your prime is dope. DJ Khalil. High Tech is up here. Silicon Valley. Like, it's just all these tracks up here are dope. There's no skippers. And I don't say that either to be funny or try to, you know, gas this album. It's really good. So, Anderson Pop from Cali. Um, definitely on his way. All over Dr. Dre's Compton album. Had a couple singles here and there. He has a group on the side called No Worries. Spelled NX Worries. But it's No Worries. They have a song called Suede. That yeah, song is and the name, of that, the name of that EP is called Link Up and Suede. Yeah, please check that out. Like, Pac is so unorthodox. He's like a... And a crazy thing is, I can hear Amy Winehouse on a lot of this production. Like, mm-hmm. that's... that's A lot of that reminds me of her. The production, the, the experimental soul, jazz, funk. It's everything meshed in one. And this dude is like nothing on the radio or nothing in artistry that I know of right now. So, please check out Innocent Pac, Malibu, um, the new album... That's what's in rotation now for me. That's all I've been listening to and rocking. And yeah, man. So this definitely going to be one of my favorite albums of the year already. I'm not going to say my favorite because it's relatively early. Yeah. But this is definitely going to be one of my favorite albums, man. I love this album, man. I really Ooh. do. Like, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, well, not a lot of albums grab me like this one. <laughs> it's something special, man. I love this album. Um, well, I'm upset I didn't listen to this a little more this weekend now. Yeah, man. Shoot. You should have got more into it, bro. I'm telling you. like it's And it might not be for everybody. It might not be for everybody, but I really, uh, my air, my air, my air got a good percentage. So listen, I'm like, I'm like 28 and 29 for the film, my air. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't really put up bad, you know, recommendations. But um, yeah, man. So I really love this album, man. So, all right. Yeah. So, what are you listening to though, Tom? Like, side um, real quickly. What on the side? Church clothes. Like, other than what we listen to for the show. Yeah. Like, what are you listening to now? What's in uh-huh. your CD play if you still got one? I don't. I don't really remember. Um, I think I played Molly music like this last week. I was playing Molly too. That's crazy. Yeah. So I have been um, kind of looking over his discography again. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I haven't really listened to too much. 
Yeah, he got that joint with Janae Aiko, The Contradiction. That's fire. What up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just waiting for him to drop more albums so we can do a, a catalog series on him. Well, I, uh, I, my bad. I forgot. I have still been listening to Dornick. Did you check You check it out anymore? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, from that after that week, not really. Um, okay. Dornick is cool, though. Dornick is definitely dope. So, D-O-R-N-I-K. Check him out. But yes, Anderson and, Park is my and new. I, and I also forgot to mention this on our um, year-end wrap-it-up uh, episode. Purple Wonder Love, Music Soul Child's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ego. That that's EP not even bad. got some joints, too. He got some joints. Like, people clowned him, but he actually <laughs> he got some joints in that record. Like, yeah. I was like, wow, he really has good music. Um you know, so, but yeah, man, that's what I'm listening to. That's what you're listening to. And um, check Pac out, man. Check out Church Clothes 3. And y'all hit us up at the account at Two Tones, at yeah, the number two. Let us know if you think Lecrae used the momentum for this show to put out Church Clothes 3. Um, <laughs> Le- Lecrae rolled out wave. Yeah. Um, let us know if you how you feel about Church Clothes 3. Let us know how you feel about Malibu by Anderson Pot. Um, tell us what your thoughts are on Meek and 50. Um Who's gonna win? <laughs> yeah, the NFL, JD Pickett yeah. Smith, the boycott of Oscars, me, my, my WCW, you know, if you wanna be one, like, just anything, man. Y'all hit us up and subscribe on com- and comment on iTunes, please. Yes, subscribe, we need those ratings rate on iTunes. And comment on iTunes, comment, yeah, man. share on SoundCloud. You can share to iTunes as well. Um, tell your friends, tell your loved ones, they need to listen to this and get this work too. Yeah, man, we definitely definitely appreciate the support from the family, man. We got family, not fans, man. It ain't no fans. It's all family, all supporters. Shout out to youNative.com, Y-U-N-A-T-I-V-E.com. Um, yeah, man. And two tones, we out. Squat. Peace.